Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to If We Could Just Say. I am your host, Stephen Ogle, and as always with me is my lovely co-host and wife, Jessica Carter Ogle. Hi, y'all. Hey. How we doing, folks? Man, we're having a good time. (laughs) Yep, so far so good. (laughs) Off to a great start. Yes. Hope everyone's having a good week. Yeah. We have. I think it's been good. Today's felt kind of busy. A little so busy. Far. Had a I few things know. going on. Yeah. Um, last week we mentioned uh, at the end of our podcast that we were going to see uh, Jason Aldean, and we saw Jason Aldean on Sunday night yes. last, this past week. Um, and uh, what a pleasant surprise that was. Surprisingly fantastic. Yeah. Like, Sold out at Pine Knob in which, Clarkson, if anyone knows. Don't know how many seats, but large venue. And I haven't been to a sold out venue since like pre-pandemic. Yeah, I mean, he came out on stage and they did their first song and then he was like, they told us right before we walked out that there's no tickets available. Yeah. We were completely sold out. And I was like, whoa, like that's that's big. We've been to a couple shows at Pine Knob now this, this summer and none of them were sold out, but this one was definitely sold out. There was more people there than I've seen, yeah, pre-pandemic yeah, for sure. And we like, were whoa. in, if you're looking at the stage, we we're on the right all the way in the back, last lo- last row of the pavilion, the two end seats, which was like phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was I cool. Could breathe. We had space. Yeah, and the the weather was nice. Yeah. So we didn't get rained on, which is cool because if you're in that uh, pavilion, you're technically part of the pavilion, but there's no awning covering you in that section, so you take a risk of getting those tickets, and it might rain. And we had no rain. Wonderful weather. Um, but it's it's one of those things you never know what you're gonna get when you go to a country concert. You really don't know. The crowd can get a bit rowdy. Can get rowdy, but also you can get, you know, you can get some crazy, you can get some crazy fans that, you know, drink a lot and yeah. and turn into turn into a drunken mess. And I mean, there were definitely people that were drinking there. We weren't. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was a Sunday. And that's the other thing he said. Like, he said like three or four songs in. He was like, all right, so who else got to go to work tomorrow? And a whole bunch of people were like, yeah. And he's like, well, that sucks because you're going to be late and hungover. I was late, <laughs> I was like, but not, not because me. of the concert, just because that's how I live my work life. <laughs> so I was late, but not by a lot. Yeah, and I was like, not me. I'm not going to be hungover. I'll definitely be late, though. But it's funny. He's one of those artists that has like a million radio hits. And like, I don't know that I've ever listened to a full album of his. Other than the last two, we released a double album. And I only listened to them before we went to the concert because I hadn't. But other than that, like, I've never listened to like a whole album. And I knew every single song. And he does a cover on his new album of Brian Adams Heaven, which is actually really good. Yeah. And and he's, I think he has the record for most singles as a country artist. That's like 27 number one hits or something like that. It's insane. I believe it because everything he sang was basically a number one hit. Yeah. Like he can't, he he had an opener whose name I cannot remember right now that came out to sing a song with him. No, not the girl, the guy. Oh, um, John Morgan. John Morgan, who's on Jason Aldean's label and, uh, Basically, he was like, you know, he he wants to he wants me to do this song because it's it's a deep cut and I don't play it since I'm playing the hits. And uh, he's like, so I told him I'd play it as long as he comes out here and plays it with me, which was really cool. And it was a song called The Truth, I think is what it's called. I it's knew a, it. It's a deep cut, but it's not a song that was on the radio. Oh, I'm, maybe I did listen which to an album. I was surprised. Point. I don't know. Because like, he's had four or five number one hits off of every album. Off of his 11 albums. Yeah. So he's got a lot. And he represented every single album except for his second album. He did not play anything off of that, which I thought was surprising that he made it through 10 out of his 11 albums on a 
22 songs. And I don't know much about Gabby Barrett, who was the main opener, but I do give her props for being seven months pregnant and rocking it out on the stage in like heeled boots and stuff. Yeah, and her husband plays guitar for her, and wow, is he phenomenal. Yeah, he was good. Holy crap. He shouldn't be playing country. He should be doing rock and roll and metal. Like his his guitar stuff is totally in the in the genre of rock and roll and metal. Like that's where he belongs. Yeah. So I'm hoping he eventually will do his own stuff because man, he's good. He's but yeah, good. that was a good concert. I I would go yeah. see him again. And he did a cool thing, which I am a person who's completely against the encore. I think it's like pandering. Yeah. It's like we know you're gonna come back out, and we're it's like an ego thing, and we just have to cheer for you for five minutes before you come back out. And he was like, for all you newcomers to my shows. I think the encore is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. I'm just going to play. I'm not going to go back there and waste time standing there while you guys cheer for me and I could be doing a song. So I'm just going to play. And then when the show's over, it's over and you know it's over and everybody have a good night. And I thought that was great. Yeah, because he's like, I'm not going to waste 10 minutes sitting in the back while you guys are, you know, yeah. wanting us to come out here. You're al- We're already here. So why He's why like, I can time? at least get one extra song in yeah. by between all of that. So and he played till like 10.59. Yeah. So. Yeah, he was pretty close to being being in that cutoff time and yeah. into the show. It was pretty cool. It was a good yeah, show though. I would recommend. Just a fun concert. Yeah, had a great time. Yeah. So uh, the next thing we did that uh, was really big this week is we got to hang out with my buddy Jared and Catherine. Yeah. And got to go to their house and have a quote unquote lovely meal that we were promised from them. What four months ago? No, it was longer than that, maybe? Sometime in the pandemic. I don't even know how it came up that Jared was going to make us a lovely meal. And Jared doesn't remember either. Or I'm sorry, Gerard (laughs) doesn't remember either. So I'm not really sure how it all came out. But we were supposed to have a lovely meal. And we had to cancel because of COVID on their side. Then we had to cancel because of COVID on our side. And we were finally able to get together Friday for the lovely meal, which was nice. Because it's funny because we've seen them at our reception and my birthday party, which is two you know once in 21 and one in 22 but i was like i don't but we haven't actually seen them like yeah. we haven't like gone to just hang out at them they've came to two of our events we unfortunately couldn't go to the graduation party event they had but that's the only time we've seen them so it was nice to actually just hang out the four of us yeah yeah it was really cool played some cards and the meal was in fact quite lovely oh it was great man Jared, was good. Jared knows how to make a steak. That's for sure, man. Yeah, gave Oof. us some surf and turf, and yeah, had scallops for the first time. Didn't know I liked those. I like those. This and is then what I, I deal with people. He doesn't know about things. And then I found out what they cost when you go to a restaurant, and I was like, well, I guess this will be the one time I have them because I'm not paying that. That's insane. Whew. Don't act cheap on this podcast and embarrass me. Uh, it's not cheap. It's just, man, scallops are expensive, man. Everything's that's crazy. expensive. I just went to Kroger yesterday, and I can, I'm can. i here to tell you that everything's expensive. I've noticed my almond butter went up 40 cents. I, my, um, what else did I say? Something else that I get went the up. chicken went up. Went up 50 cents. So, yeah. Shoot. Yeah. I know why it's up, man. It's not it fun. Sure does. So, uh, yeah, we were supposed to power wash the house. You know, as you get older... When you're younger, you just plan things. You're like, I'm going to do this. If it rains, it rains. Like, I don't even care. Then you get older and you're like, what's the weather look like for this week? On, <laughs> Do you think we can get our power washing in? So we were like, yeah, we're going to power wash. And then yesterday it was like supposed to be thunderstorms, possible hail. And it's supposed to thunderstorm, possible hail today. It rained for like five minutes yesterday. I wanted to repaint my shutters, which I'd have to leave outside to dry. So I couldn't do that in the rain. He wanted to power wash the house. And he's like, I don't want to power wash the whole house and then have it like rain down storm debris. Valid. Yeah. 
nothing really happened. So now we have to spend Tuesday after work. We have to like <laughs> go after work and power wash and spray paint shutters. Yeah. I'm not pleased by the whole situation. These meteorologists need to get it together. In the winter, it was like apocalypse coming, 15 inches of snow, run for cover, uh, grab your wives and children. And we got four inches. So so not to, not to get off onto a side note, but I read an article back before our phones went to 5G. And it was an article about meteorologists and how the instruments that they use to detect the weather, the weather signals that come across, they come across in like a Wi-Fi type of signal in order for them to pick it up on radar and that kind of stuff. But that signal is on a 5G base signal. So the meteorologists were like, when all of our cell phone signals move to 5G, it's going to mess with all of our instrumentation and our radar. We're going to have a harder time picking out events that's going to happen a couple of days before. And I can tell you, if you if you know that information and then you look at the weather we've had this summer, oh man, it's going to rain this weekend. And then it does what it did you this weekend what? where it just barely sprinkles. And then it's like, but it called for 90% thunderstorms and hail. And we got enough rain that I probably could have walked outside to the end of the driveway and not got hit. We had like a severe storm watch. Yeah. Like not just like a warning, but like watch out. It's coming. And I forgot you told me that when all the 5G came out about meteorologists. Like, they were hit or miss in the first place. So now I just feel like retire them and stick your head out the window and see what's going to happen. <laughs> Go back to having a, a, a weather rock. Yeah. You know, weather <laughs> vane on our house. Uh, we did. Another thing we did this week is we kicked our fitness working out into gear. Yeah. So Ooh. we when we first started dating, like, we've both... Well, he's been more of, like, a, a like an incredibly lean person his whole life. <laughs> I guess you could say skinny. Very skinny guy. And I've always struggled with um, my weight. Like, I've been up and down and whatever. And when we first started dating, I had been doing a lot of cardio. And I was, like, in a really good place. And he had been working out. And then, you know, we got together. And <laughs> I don't know. It was hit or miss. And then whatever. We got all of our weights. We were doing good for a while and then whatnot. But this week, I feel like we've been re doing really good on, like, working out and eating well. And I was just telling him this morning while we were meal prepping, like, I feel so much better this week. I don't remember a full Monday through Sunday, seven day week where we like ate well, exercised, didn't drink too much, didn't drink too, didn't eat too much crap, like, and did like well and how good I feel. Yeah. And you know, before, before I met Jess, I had, I had started working out in October of 2016 when I was going through my divorce. That was my way of not going to the bar and drinking myself under the bar. Very smart. Um, and so, I, I got into the gym and, 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 and whatnot. And for me, I worked out so hard. I did, I was doing six and sometimes seven days a week. My average was at least five at a minimum. Um, and I was, man, I just, I worked out all the time. That's all I did. And so, you know, when the pandemic hit, I took a little bit of a break and that break, you know, was, I took a break at sometime in like May and then I didn't start actually working out again. I don't think until like, I don't know, November, December, maybe even I took basically the yeah. entire summer off and, and cause I, my body was just sore. I was just tired. You know, I was just tired of doing it. I was, and I was wore out. I was wore out. A mental aspect to whether you can yeah. get your quote unquote head in the game and do it. Or if you just need. Yeah. And, and my thing is now that I, I pay more attention to what my body says and what my mental 
what my brain says. I pay more attention to that now, whereas during that time, it was just like, go, 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 do it anyways, force myself to go to the gym regardless. Like, that's what you have to do is do the gym. Well, for me, like, I had gained a little weight when my ex and I broke up at that point in my life. And when I was unemployed and I was job hunting and I was living back at my parents and they had a treadmill, like, I was running, like, 45 minutes a day. And like looking for jobs and doing this stuff and had myself like really structured. And I mean, I lost a lot of weight, but you lose a lot of weight in cardio and you don't have as much muscle to back it up and to help keep that off. Like when you just do, if you've been heavy and you just lose weight via cardio, it's harder to keep it off as if, as opposed to when you include weights and you've built muscle in your, your core and underneath is stronger. Yeah. So like for us with the weights and stuff, I'll do cardio. I'll like run when I wake up first thing in the morning for like a sprint, like 12, 15 minute like sprint, go to work and then come back and we do like our weights. So I last week did like five runs and three weights, which is pretty good. All things considering. And, and the, the cardio is very good, obviously for your cardiovascular system. Like that's what it's for to get your heart rate up. So your blood keeps pumping so that you're, you know, you're, you're, so that your stuff doesn't clog up going yeah. into your heart. That's what I just, that's for. I don't think keeping the, up six to eight miles a day every day is feasible for me or for my body or the kind of like strain I want to put on my body. So I, I'm trying to split it more between cardio and weights, not just like one or the other. Yeah. And with weights, you're training your, you're training your body to absorb the food as fuel. Yeah is what you're doing when you start doing weights. And I always used to think food as fuel and it sort of fell by the wayside. And the more I'm getting my mind trained for that again, the better I feel mentally and physically and running for me is like a, is like a therapy. So like, that's great. And there's nothing like, like I'm doing the weights and I don't, I'm not putting myself like, Oh, you have to get to this weight or that weight or whatever. I'm just doing it. But it is a good feeling when you do something that you started at 10 pounds and you're up to doing it at 20 pounds and your form is still good. And you're like, wow, like I'm stronger. I am getting stronger. And that helps me be stronger, like mentally as well. So yeah. Notice, noticing those little small parts of progress are huge mentally for you when you're working out and doing stuff, even doing just the cardio when you're running and you've upped your speed. It's a, it, it helps you, yep. it helps you mentally to be like, man, I'm, I'm doing, I feel better. I'm doing and better. You've got to start small. You can't just like dive in. Just taking a walk around the block is good for your system, your heart, your blood, like, you know? Yep. So, so, all right. So with our story the last time we left off with a little teaser that we had a moment coming up of which changed our existence. Yes. And continues to change it daily. Changed our lives. So we had moved into this house on October 30th of 2020. Yes. The following weekend, you had to study. I think you had to take a test. I did. I had a test. So I always did all my homework on Sundays. I'd spend most of Sunday doing all of my schoolwork. Yep. Um, and I had a test, but let's just say what the surprise is so we can talk about the. We brought Sophia home on November 8th. A collective like, oh, if I had a little track to drop. Like, so when we lived in our apartment, we had started talking about dogs. Like, yeah. I, he had a dog. I never had a dog. So when I was a little kid, my parents had a dog before I was even born. 
And then that, that dog was Brandy. She was a golden retriever lab and like the best dog in the world. She'd sleep under my crib and like <laughs> guard my guard me and make sure like who was coming in to see me and stuff. She was amazing. But when I was in, I think, second or third grade, she got she got really sick. And my dad and I had to take her to the vet and she got put down. And I never had a dog since then. My parents let my brother get Abby and Sadie, which are two giant Shepherd Lab pony mixes. And and they are going to be 12 this March. So we've had them. But I myself have never owned a dog. You have as an adult. You and your ex had a dog. Yep. Rupert. Oh, my gosh. Which for any of you that met Rupert. Rupert was, oh, my gosh. He was basically a walking shag carpet. And he was hypoallergenic. And he was the best, most coolest Oh my gosh, he was so awesome. He was so cool. And you all know I'm a commitment phobe. And I feel like I've given Steven everything I have. And like, so I was like nervous and I'd be like, I kind of want a dog, but I still want to live my life. I still want to do things. I don't want to feel like I have to be stuck at home. I don't want to feel like it's a burden, like blah, blah, blah. So we, or Steven told me about FDACC. Yes. Which is the Friends of Detroit Animal Care and Control. I had been following them on either Instagram or Facebook for years. Yes, they are great. They're in downtown Detroit, of course. And, you know, they're a shelter with a lot of dogs. They've got, they're really good at like marketing as well. Like whoever does all their pictures and their Facebook posts is really cute. And there was, you know, some really cute dogs. And we were even looking at stuff before we moved. Just impending, like we're going to have a house. Like we wanted a house with a yard because we wanted to have a dog. And now, now we're coming down to the time. Yep. And you know, I'm getting nervous. So he had found a dog on that website. Now this is when we're in our house already. We've only been there a week. And like he had found a dog that he wanted to go see. That honestly looked like Scooby-Doo. Yes. Like a smaller, more like Scrappy-Doo. But his name was Brolin. And that is who we were going to go see. And I thought to myself, if we get a dog named Brolin, me and Jack call each other bro all the time. We'll have another bro in the family. This will be great. We'll yeah. have a bro. Bro will have a bro. This yeah. will be cool. And, uh, you know, she had to take her test. And I said, you know what? Take your test. Well, can I interject one thing? We had talked about it this week. And Saturday, mom, my mom and I went to Home Goods. <laughs> and when I was at Home Goods, I saw a little dog bed. And I was like, you know, we had talked about um, FDACC has a program called Couch Surfers. Yeah. Where you can just get a dog out of the shelter for a few days to give them that out of the tenseness of the shelter, give them a few days somewhere else, see how they do things like that. So they could decompress yeah. and take notes and all that. Yes. And you can kind of report back on them for more information for potential fosters and adopters. And so we were going to do that program. So when I was there Saturday, I was like, well, I better get like a couch, a little bed. So all I got was a bed and I come home with this bed and he looks at me and I'm like, I don't know. I'm keeping the tag on it. I don't know. So <laughs> Sunday morning we're talking about it and I had to take an exam. Yeah. And he's like, take your exam. If you want to go down to the shelter after we can, this is no commitment. We don't have to get anything. And I am like riddled with anxiety and I take my exam, kill it. And then he's like, (laughs) do you want to go? Yeah. And it was like, all right, let's go. I'll drive. We'll go down there and just see. We'll go down there and see Brolin. And who knows, you know, like there's no commitment. Let's just go see him and whatever. And, you know, because neither one of us had ever rescued a dog before. We don't know what the process is. And also, when we get down there, there's a possibility they could be closed. I mean, we're still in the pandemic at this point, so we don't know. They could be closed. All of their kennels were outside. You couldn't go in. Um, They would bring out, they had a binder of the dogs, and they would bring out a dog for you. So we get there, and we're like, you know, we wanted to see Brolin. And she looks at me, and she's like, 
do you know, like, how much do you know about Brolin? <laughs> and I was instantly like, I didn't have enough anxiety. I instantly felt like I was going to puke. And I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, she's like, we can bring him out, but he is a very high energy dog, very high energy. Yeah. Very. And so I was like, okay. And she's like, and the other dogs can react to him. And I'm like, oh, great. So they bring him out and literally everyone goes batshit. All the dogs are barking. He's barking. He's going crazy. I'm looking at Steven like I want to cry. I was like, (laughs) I think I might throw up. Like, and it, needless to say, it did not work out. I mean, he was a puppy. So you got to know that like he was barely a year old. He was a little pity mix. I don't know what he was mixed with, but he was. He was, he was scrappy. He was scrappy dude, man. He was ready to go. Like he was excited to play with anybody and everybody. And he had no, there was no way to bring the reins in because he had no training at all. I will say that um, we still follow them on social media and we did see that Brolin was adopted. Yes. It was like a dad and a son came and adopted him and I have not seen anything about him being brought back or anything. Yep. So I think he's doing really good, which makes me happy. Yeah, I hope so. Because like, cause that's the thing. Like, It's got to be the right fit. There's no such thing as a bad dog. No. It's bad humans. Yeah. And he needed someone who had extreme patience and someone that's willing to spend like tons of time training him and bringing the reins in. And the anxiety is just like coming off of me, I think was like, I'm not that person. Yeah. And when we got there, I think something, I don't know what it was, but we decided to do maybe foster to adopt instead of couch surfers. I don't know how that came about, but so we looked for the, looked through the binder to see if there was somebody else. Steven has always wanted a gray pity and we saw a little ad for a little girl named Amber and Amber was about one years old on November 8th when we were there Yeah, and she comes out and she is Skinny. She's probably yes. like 30 pounds, which is about 20 pounds underweight for her. Yeah. You could see her spine. You could see her ribs. Yeah. She had kennel cough. She had just been spayed. They had just found her on the street like the week prior. Yeah. You know, she's chipped. She got all her shots, but she had just been spayed. She's got her kennel cough. So she's kind of like a little like weaker. And oh my gosh, I just and felt. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I sat down on the little bench in there and she immediately came up and put her feet up on my legs and then licked my face. And I was like, oh, man. Yeah. Like, and she was, she was calm. You could tell that like she had some drugs in her system because she had the kennel cough and stuff. So she wasn't as fully active and they were like, she can't really run. We don't want her running. I know. And I threw the ball for her and then they were like, oh, and I was like, oh my God, I'm already a bad pet parent. (laughs) Like, I already don't know what I'm doing. They're like, we don't want her to tear her stitches. um, So, you know, we don't want her to run or anything. And we, we stood there and, and how, how did it go from your perspective? Well, all of a sudden I'm the point person. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to puke and I've got all the paperwork in my hand and the woman's talking to me and she's like, well, you could do foster to adopt. And I'm filling this stuff out and I'm looking at him. Well, he's just playing with, with Amber and I'm over here doing all the paperwork, just like totally freaking out. My armpits are sweating. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. And then he's like, well, we can just say no. We can change our minds. And yep. then I was like, well, then what's going to happen to her? What if nobody else takes her? Or what if somebody takes her that's not as good as us? So then I was freaking out. And I was like, all right, you know, we'll do the foster to adopt. And yep. so we fill out the paperwork. And they give, like, they're really good. They gave us a harness, a collar. She had a collar. They gave us a harness. The harness. They gave us a leaf, this little, like, FDACC bag, dry food, wet food, Um, the microchip tag, a heartworm and like flea prevention thing, like one month supply, all that stuff toys gave to us. Yeah. Two toys, 
Um, and then when you foster to adopt, you don't have to pay any fees because you're fostering. So like we just took her, we had put a blanket in the car and she came out with us and we put her in the back seat and she's sitting there all smiley. And I was like, Oh my God, what is happening? And we look back and I'm like, and he's like, should we just name her? And I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, let's just do it. And I was like, fine, just do it. Yeah. And the thing was, is like, so Sophia was born. You know, the thing is, is like her name was Amber. And I was like, I don't want to keep calling her. And if we're going to keep her, that's not going to be her name. And we didn't know, you know, but still. And they they just give them names. I mean, they found her on the street. They they, no identification. They had no idea what her name was. They're like, they don't even always know to respond to their name. They haven't even learned it in the time they've been at the shelter. Yeah. And so I was like, well, how about how about she's a girl? So uh, Golden Girls is one of our favorite shows, and who's our favorite character? It's got to be Sophia. There yeah. we go. Boom. So she's Sophia. Yep. So we brought her home, and you know I had the dog bed laying there, and we you know we took her in the yard for about a month. She still had to be on the leash. Yeah. Um. Yeah. She still. Did she knock me over that day? No, oh, that, that was, was a little. Later. That was a little bit, okay. and it wasn't even a full month. She was on the leash. It was. It was about. It was about a week and a half. But because she had been spayed, because she's recovering from kennel cough, you know, she had like little snot running down her face because she, you know, she was. I think she yeah. was still on antibiotics. Yep. We were still giving her antibiotics, and they gave you a number for like a vet where you could send emails or videos if you had any like questions. But we brought her home. She laid down on that bed and she had one of her toys next to her and she had the biggest little smile on as she was sleeping. And I was like, oh boy. And then I started to feel a little bit better. But then (laughs) Um, I was up all night, the whole night. I was like, because I was wondering if she was going to be okay the whole night because she had the kennel cough and we had seen her cough a bunch when we brought well, her home. Well, we also put her bed at the end of our bed. And in that, that first month or two, she was getting up in the night and needed to go out. Yeah, because she wasn't used to any sort of schedule. So we'd have to get up like every like three or four hours to take yeah. her out because she wasn't used to that. And, and her eating schedule was yeah. off. Like, you know, she's a rescue. She had no... She's in a completely new place. She's got to learn it. And they say when you rescue an animal, it takes them at least a year before they adjust to being there, especially if they were abandoned because they feel like they might be abandoned again. So, um, yeah, I mean, like it took her a while to put on the 20 pounds of muscle. Well, Steven had a lot of anxiety. He's skipping over this. but Yeah, no, I didn't didn't sleep well that night because I was worried about her and whether or not we made the right choice, whether or not she was going to be okay. And he he even said to me the next morning, he's like, maybe I'm too old to have a puppy. I don't think I can do this. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) let's just everybody calm down. And we just gave it a, a couple weeks. And yep. we just saw how it was and how she did and how she, whether or not she was comfortable with us. And she was, and she's, you know, she's reactive to other dogs, but a lot of dogs are. Um, but, yeah. and you know, she sometimes takes a minute to warm up to people, but not long. Normally it's just like a bark of like, who are you? I'm, I don't know you. And then she's okay. Once we tell them it's okay. And but unfortunately, unless you're Ryan in Missouri, yeah, she is still sorry, not warmed Ryan. up to Ryan. I got my, I got my hope for that one Man, but everybody else she loves but for some reason and ryan wants to love her so bad he's such a dog person he's so <laughs> sweet and she just won't do it i don't know but you know we um november 22nd we decided that we were going to adopt her and that's actually my mom's birthday so sophia's gotcha day and my mom's birthday are the same <laughs> and it so happened that when i emailed to do the paperwork it was a bissell clean out the shelters day 
So we didn't have to like pay any kind of fees or anything for yeah. her. Um, we got lucky with that. I mean, obviously we would have paid whatever, but we got lucky and we've had her ever since. And we consider November 8th her birthday. So when we got her, she was one. So last November 8th, we celebrated her second birthday. And Yeah. And she's she's just the sweetest. She now has a bed in every room. She does. She's got a bed at the end of our bed, a bed in the living room, a bed in the Florida room, a bed outside now, a bed in the basement, a bed in the office, a bed in the office. Yeah. And she um, she's really good. Like we've talked about, we take her to Rebecca's in Tennessee with us and we've got her kennel there that we left there and we bring one of the beds because that's the only place we use it. We have a crate at home for like emergencies if necessary. Never had to use it, but I don't feel comfortable not having one. Yeah. And then um, we've got that one there. And she's just sweet. She is reactive to dogs. Um, We did try to introduce her to Abby and Sadie a couple times. It it was not great at first. They took some walks together, which was good. But her and Sadie got in a little bit of a scuffle, which they're both top. They're both like alpha kind of dogs. Well, the thing was, is like I I walk your dad walking the girls and, and me walking. So I tried to walk on the side with Abby and Sophia was trying to get over to Sadie the entire time. Not trying to attack her, but trying to walk with Sadie. Yeah. So I started walking on the other side with Sadie, and the two of them literally in sync, move yeah. their heads the same direction, stop and check stuff out. One's checking stuff out, the other one's on the lookout. Yeah. Like they were like partners in crime, man. It was great. But the problem is, is when they weren't walking, it didn't take much for one of them to irritate the other yeah. because they want to fight for who's in charge, for who's the alpha. And, and Soph is still, you know, she was Soph's still a, a rescue. Pop. I think we did it a little too soon, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, you know, I know my dad wanted them all to get along and have all the dogs, that, but it's just, you know, it hasn't worked out maybe one day, who knows, but... I'm perfectly fine with the way things are. We're only 20 minutes from my parents. If we're over there for a long day, we can come and let her out or vice versa for them. Yeah, It's totally fine. And I will say the one thing, like I was worried that I was going to feel like she was like a burden <laughs> and I do not at all. Like we were out at Jared and Catherine's on Friday and I was like, um, you see the time, like how, <laughs> and it wasn't like I wanted to leave. I was having a great time. I, I wouldn't even have looked at the clock if we didn't have Soph, but I was like, we need to get home and make sure she's okay. And not in like a, oh man, we have to like, in a, I want to get home and make sure my baby's okay. Like I want to check on her. Like yeah. this is not like a burden thing. It's an, I love her and I want to make sure she's okay. And she's got to go to the bathroom. And, and it was like six hours at that yeah. point. Like she had been by herself. So which like, I think the I most, the most we've really done is about eight hours of her yeah that's herself. the most and that wasn't like on purpose it just kind of happened but yeah but yeah she's good she's potty trained she went a couple times in the house when we first got her um and then ironically enough so i said something about wonder if she's ever gone anywhere in the house that we don't know and steven's like oh we'd smell it there's no way we wouldn't smell it and i was like okay so i was cleaning up my closet <laughs> once after we moved into the house and i had a pair of slippers with hard dry dog little turds on it and i was like oh i guess we'd never know would we but that was the only time that's ever happened and that's that was funny. when she was she was little yeah and i wasn't always super good about knowing she had to go out or her always super good about telling me because we were just kind of feeling each other out. So there was a time when I didn't know she had to go out and I'm standing right in the kitchen, seeing the door and saw her poop on the floor. And I was like, ah, but yeah, now but she's, she's good. now she hits the door when she wants to go out, come in. Yeah. She hits the she, door. We've got a good routine and she's, she's good. She loves to be out. She loves to go on walks. She loves to go in the car. She loves adventure. Yep. She loves to be with us, and she's got all her spots and all her places. And 
Yeah, she's no, a good dog. I I have no regrets, and I'm super happy that I love our little family. It's perfect for me. Yeah, and in my car, I have uh I have one of those um, it's one of those things to protect your. It, it protects the back seat of your car and the sides, it, your doors of your car and stuff from the dog scratching them up. So it's this full. It's thing. like a hanging basket almost that goes yeah. along your whole. It back doesn't seat. hang though. I mean, it lays well, on the seat, but like it it's hanging from the 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 the. Oh my God, bars. Yeah, yeah, those bars. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's cool. Like she she's got a blanket back there. She's totally cool. She runs back and forth, and if she sees something at the door, then she doesn't end up scratching my door to pieces. Yeah. Um, I put, but that's been in place since we bought it well over a year ago. I've never taken it out once I put it in place because like nobody else goes in the back seat. Yeah, yeah. no. She rides in the back seat. Um and I in my car I do blankets. I have a blanket on the seat and a blanket on the back. Like when we go to Tennessee next month, um she'll come with us and we'll take my car. And it's easier for me then because I can put the little cooler at one end of the back seat and she still has, you know, two thirds of the back seat to walk around in and yeah. you know, we're the type of people that she doesn't go in the car without her harness on and her and she's got a doggy seat belt that the harness gets clipped to so she can still walk around but if anything were to happen she'd be secured back she wouldn't be flying through a windshield or anything yeah so because she's tiny i mean she's still only like yeah 55 she's at pounds. about 55 pounds so imagine her at like 29 30 pounds oh it was so sad yeah she was we, just we so she was so little like oh my gosh she was just so little yeah. and you know then i started buying her pretty collars and i buy her like i am ridiculous <laughs> she buys her a lot of stuff i do we have like a whole like those reusable large home goods tj maxx bags my ladies if you know what i'm talking about <laughs> that are like a dollar at checkout that they like get you to get i have like one of those filled with like um ru- long rubber sticks or like antlers and also like plush toys and like all that stuff so everything's on standby i just bought her halloween toy last week so i've got that <laughs> prepped for october i've got her a fall toy as well for when fall hits we had her a fourth of july toy and forgot to give it to her this year didn't we yeah or something some uh saint patrick's day yeah yeah, yeah. So. so she's fun though yeah. she's she's a she's great she's really good she does when she gets a new toy it's hilarious because she'll have her butt in the air with her tail wagging yeah. and her face all the way down on the ground like sniffing it out and like oh my gosh she's hilarious she's so sweet like i'm so happy that we have her like this house would be like so quiet like just oh yeah her running around we actually have a lot of dogs in the neighborhood which i like because there since we've been here anyway i haven't heard any kind of reports of anything happening in the neighborhood um yep. two people a new people just moved in and they have two dogs and a neighbor kitty corner from us got another dog and like so we've got a lot of dogs in this neighborhood which is good and they're not like n- none of them are just like crazy barking constantly or like you know no. it's it's good but i would much rather there be more dogs in the neighborhood than not because you're less likely to get somebody trying to jump a fence oh, and stuff for sure. like that yeah. I, i'm telling you right now you try to jump a fence in our neighborhood you're like you're liable to get oh. lose a limb yeah there's going to be a dog yeah cuz there's a lot of dogs in our neighborhood like we're the only ones that have well no the neighbors that uh, put their house up for sale and sold their house that have two dogs they have their pit mixes as yeah, well yeah they're big 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 ones they're bigger they're yeah. more they're more like 70 or yeah. 80 pounds um but then there's like you know there's a rottweiler in the neighborhood yeah. Ti- i don't remember what titan is I'm titan's sure. a bigger dog he's more like a 
I don't know. He's big though. Yeah. He's got to weigh a hundred pounds. He's got some kind of hound in him, I bet. Yeah. Got some corgis, got yeah. some um beagles, some golden yeah. retrievers we just saw this morning we've never seen before. Two they of were them. nice and docile walking by us as Sophia tried to choke herself out on the lead leash. <laughs> I told him today, I'm like <laughs> He's like, I need to work with her more. And I'm like, you do like this. We've had her for over a year and I think she could be better at walking if we were better with her. Like we're good at training indoor stuff, but we haven't done a great job of yeah. walking training. She's fine if unless a dog comes like she's fine in regular neighborhood, even with people. Yeah. But if a dog, then, you know. Yeah. Oh, you know what? There is another. We have a neighbor that has a dog that looks similar to her. That's called Sophie. Oh, yeah. That is yeah. a pit mix. Around that, the block. Her name's so It's funny because I know Finnegan, but I don't know. I call Finnegan's dad Finnegan's dad because I don't know his name. <laughs> I know Sophie. I don't know Sophie's mom's name. Uh, I know Titus. I don't know Titus's parents' name. You mean Titan? Titan. I don't yeah. know his parents' names. Like, I don't yeah. know. I, I remember hearing like uh, seeing like a gif or something or uh, like a meme and it's that kind of thing. Like, you know, all the dogs in the neighborhood, but you don't know their parents' names. Yeah. And then when we were walking this morning, I, we saw a beagle. And it's got to be a puppy. Oh, it was howling. So cute. That, oh my I think gosh! They got a new dog. Yeah. If you if you the ever, dogs have taken an uptick in this neighborhood. If you ever have seen uh, Snoopy when he howls, that's what that beagle oh, yeah. looked like howling at Soph when we were walking by. Definitely I was like, a pup. Oh its ears were all flopping. So yeah, we've like, become oh big time dog lovers. And, I, and it's funny for me because when I was younger, like I said, between Brandy and Abby and Sadie. I didn't, I didn't know what a dog, it was like, oh, as I leaned away and like patted it on its head with like my one finger, like, okay, yep, that's okay, dog. Like my aunt said when I got Abby and Sadie, she was just like, or my parents did like, oh my gosh, I can't believe how you are with them because my aunt had dogs. And I think back on like my aunt always had dogs and I was always like, okay, get this thing away from me. And like, I have like, I feel I just have guilt and shame. I feel so bad because like I could have had like so much love and playtime with those dogs and I never did it. And I feel like what was my problem and like how awful I am as a person yeah. because now I'm like dogs come to me, flock to me, lick my face. Come on. And in the case of uh, me, when I was born, my parents had a dog named Brandywine. Yeah. So, um, so there's always been a dog. Uh, every every few years in my life, uh, when I was in high school, I had a German Shepherd. Her name was Savannah. Man, she sounds great. Do you I, talk about her a lot? Yeah, I got her from my aunt Kathy in uh, Louisiana. We went down there to see them. They had just gotten. They had Savannah, Savannah's uh, uh, daughter, uh, whose name was uh, Piggy, and then they had a Mastiff that they had just gotten that they called Samson, and he was a pup. He was so huge. That's a great name for a Mastiff. Yeah, like he was so huge. He was not allowed on the furniture, so he would sit down next to the couch and then lay his upper body on the couch and stretch his front legs out. And that's wow. how he would get on, still lay on the couch. He was great. Um, but they had three dogs, and they were like, man, we can't have three dogs anymore. And um, she had had Savannah for, at that point, like six years, I think. And I, I slept on the couch while we were there and Savannah slept on the floor next to me, uh, next to the couch underneath me and pretty much did not leave my side the entire like three or four days that we were there. And, uh, my aunt Kathy was like, do you want to take her home? And I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm like 15 going, Oh my gosh, I'm going to really like mom, dad, can we really? And, uh, you know, 
And it was like, you know, my dad was like, this is going to be a responsibility. Like, she's your dog. You're going to have to take care of her sort of thing. And I was like, okay, cool. And, man, she just hopped right in the car. That's so cool. She fell in love with you. Yeah, she was ready to go. And she literally stuck to me like glue. Like, it was, man, she was the best. Oh, and my parents, you know, live out in the country. No fences or anything like that. So we didn't have a fence. But she was the type of dog she stayed in her yard. I took her around the yard to show her where her spots were in her yard, where her her border was. And I'm going to tell you, like, no other animals came in our yard for probably six or seven years until she passed. None of them came in the yards. The neighbor next door barked at everything and everyone, including us, if we went over to see the neighbor. But if we had Savannah with us, that dog wouldn't even wouldn't even chirp she would sit there and look and watch savannah i don't think soph would ever on purpose run away i don't see her ever doing that but i see her if we didn't have a fence or she was out i see her being distracted by another dog and yep. taken off and not realizing that she's gone yeah and like the thought of that is like so when we're at your mom's i have one of those retractable leashes on its own yep. that, with the handle and she can feel like she's kind of free on her own, but I don't do that here because I don't have enough control. But yeah. yeah. So speaking of dogs that are off of a leash and run around a little bit, uh, for our entertainment this week, we're going to talk a little bit about Doug yeah. from Up. And just dog movies. Dog movies Special in general. honorary mention to dog movies. So uh, the first thing we're going to mention, obviously I just mentioned, is Up. So we yeah. watched Doug Days on Disney+, Plus, which is... Uh, unfortunately was Ed Asner's last thing yeah. that he ever did a voiceover for or did any acting for before he passed away. And he's reprising his role as Mr. Fredrickson in Up. And yep. it's, you know, after the Up adventure, him and um, Doug move into a house together. Yes. And um, Russell does make a special guest appearance in one of the episodes as well, but it's about the adventures of Doug in his backyard of his house with Mr. Fredrickson. Yeah, and man, it's... <laughs> I mean, they're goofy. They're yeah. absolutely goofy. They're short, too. Yeah, they're only like 10 minutes yeah, or something like that. Yeah, there's like, like eight that. or 10 episodes, if that. Something like yeah. that. Like, man, what a great, great show. I it mean, was so cute. So funny. Like, I was just, I was excited that they were doing that show because I thought, man, like, if you're going to spin off anything for Pixar that has a potential to be really, really funny, like, this is it. And it's like, you know, uh, you know, Mr. Fredrickson goes and, like, takes a nap in the in the recliner and he puts Doug out in the backyard and then Doug has like you know an adventure in which he has to deal with a squirrel trying to steal something or like he's trying to protect the birds or what like man just so funny it's just one of those funny things like you always wonder what your pets are thinking or doing like Disney (laughs) Pixar had that movie Secret Life of Pets and I was like I watched that and I was like um, I wanted it to be better, but it was still cute. And yeah. I'm like, I just have always like wondered like what my dog is thinking and what kind of adventures do they get up to when I'm gone? And granted, life is not a Pixar movie, but it was still just cute to see. Yeah. Um, the other thing, uh, another one we want to mention is Turner and Hooch, uh, which your brother came over this yes, week to brother, watch that. Yeah, we hadn't seen my brother in a little bit and he came over for a bit on Wednesday or Thursday. Thursday. And we hung out and watched randomly Turner and Hooch because I was like, let's watch a... Dog movie. I had never seen Turner and Hooch, y'all. Yeah. So which, for those of you who had seen it, I said from the beginning to Stephen, am I, are we going to I mean, this movie's spoiler? from 1989. Yeah. So, so I said to Stephen before we watched it, I said, as long as the dog doesn't die or get hurt, I'm fine. And he's like, you can watch it. I'm like, now, you wouldn't you think that that meant that the dog does neither get hurt nor die? <laughs> well. So uh, first of all, Tom Hanks, 
awesome in this movie. Um, and second of all, Hooch is played by Beasley the dog. Oh my God, Hooch is so great. Mind you, um, just as a spoiler for those of you who haven't seen it in a while, Tom Hanks wears a lot of underwear in this movie. <laughs> a lot of black uh, tidy whities so to speak. And that was something. Well, I, a lot of pantsless scenes. Yeah, pantsless. That's what we're Sometimes going. Sometimes a T-shirt with his underwear, and I'm thinking to myself, "Well, this is interesting." <laughs> so, uh, for just a little bit of trivia on Beasley the dog that I read today that I find very interesting is that the average lifespan of a French mastiff is five to eight years, and that Beasley lived until he was 14 years old. I think that's very cool. That's awesome. I think it's because Beasley was like, "You guys took me out in a movie," and I don't think so. I'm hanging around for a while because I don't appreciate that. Like he, man, what a great movie. Turner and Hooch is a very, it, like it's a, it's a good movie because it like Tom Hanks is this character that is not, he's very organized. He's very, yes. everything has its place. And they start that from the very yes. beginning with the yes. credits. You see how his entire kitchen is, how his whole yep. life is he's ordered. He's a single guy in a house like, yeah. and everything, every a place for everything and everything in its place. And this dog is, how he gets this dog and ends up with this dog is literally like, absolute chaos the dog lived in, in like a shipyard with his owner on like an old boat houseboat or something <laughs> yeah just like the whole beginning of the movie i'm thinking somebody give hooch a bath somebody give hooch a bath <laughs> yep oh my gosh and but just, they're just hijinks it's like you know it's basically a buddy cop movie yep. between tom hanks and beasley yeah and it's it's good it's very good yeah uh Definitely one of my favorite Tom Hanks movies because, I mean, it, there's a certain point in the movie where him and Hooch are just sitting there on these stairs and Hooch is just like, I mean, he's, he's a, it's a Mastiff, Mastiff slobber a yeah. lot and stuff like that. And he's just slobbering and like Tom Hanks is like, oh my gosh, like, do you see how much you slobber everywhere? Like, what, what is going on with you? Oh, like, so funny. like, oh man. It, I think it's also too good in terms of like that really big dog. And everyone being so, like, intimidated by a really big dog. Yeah. And Hooch just wanted someone to pet him and to love him. And he he lost something, and he was grieving, and he yeah. he needed that. And they finally came together. Yeah, and it's it's good. It's a good. It reminds me of um, The Sandlot. Yes. With Hercules and James Earl Jones's dog that they were all terrified of. And Hercules ate kids and all this stuff <laughs> over the fence. Don't hit your ball over the fence because Hercules is a Sandlot, also just best movie ever. But um, I had a crush on Bunny the Jet Rodriguez. But anyway. It's so, the best sports yeah. movie ever. Yes. That's for sure. So, you know, don't hit your ball over because if you go to get it, Hercules is going to eat you and everything. And there's a whole scene of the fence going down and Hercules chasing Benny and all this stuff. And then at the end, yep. he's just loving on him. And he's on the sideline of their games wearing a Hercules <laughs> shirt, like being their mascot. And I think yeah. it's just the greatest thing ever. You get you get preconceived notions in your head about people, about animals, about things you're not sure of, things that are bigger than you. And in the end, it's just like meeting people in the middle and actually getting to know people. And I think you can learn that life lesson as a kid a lot through these movies and these like interactions with dogs. Yeah. Now that's not to say to go up and try to pet every single dog. Cause that's no. not a smart idea. This is not a podcast for children. Like they <laughs> know I'm not like trying to teach a fight. No, but, but that's the thing. Like even when, when we walk, so someone will ask if they can pet her. And a lot of times I will just say no, because I always say no, because I just don't, I don't want to get into that. It's not, it's not even her. It's not that I think she's going to do anything. It's that if she was spooked by something 
by them if she saw a squirrel spooked her by them and she like turned real quick and scraped them or scratched them anything she is my dog i am completely responsible if anything happened to her because i didn't do something smart they could take her they could put her down like anything could happen i could be sued i don't i don't like that and i find that now that i have soph i ask to pet people's dogs less yep because i feel like i don't know it's just yeah yeah i don't i'm not interested in uh, getting into a dog, a, a dog that I don't know, like, getting into the world in which I may not belong. Even just like my parents, like Abby and Sadie, like when my dad, you know, takes them for a walk, Sadie has a thing that says, do not pet. Sadie to me is the sweetest little girl, like, but she's huge. She's more reactive to dogs. She's, you know, you don't know exactly with her as much with us, with our family. She is a baby laying on her, on her back with her belly up, looking for a belly rub. But to other people, she is intimidating and she's a protector and she is a protector whereas like my dad will be like yes you can pet abby but not sadie yeah which yeah because abby is literally like a dog that belongs in the 1970s yeah Yeah, she's free free love and hugs yeah free love and hugs that's what she wants man and treats like yeah yeah so uh you have two movies on here that i have not seen two movies from when i was younger that i watched with dogs one is because of winn dixie which takes place in the south and (laughs) it's about a little girl who befriends this dog because she doesn't like have anybody else and she's trying to make friends and their adventures they go on and how she brings the town together um it's anna sophia rob when she's younger and cicely um tyson's in it and dave matthews is actually in it as well and jeff daniels yes and it's just he's her dad and it's just it's just a cute movie, and it's just kind of like how the dog brings everybody together. I, s- I see that Ella Fanning is in it as well. Ella Fanning, El- yeah. Yeah, Ella yeah. Fanning, yeah. So that's just a cute little movie, family-friendly watch with your family, and also Sea Spot Run, which has um, David Arquette and <laughs> um, Michael Clark Duncan. Yep. It's totally random. I just loved it when I was little because I loved the little boy that was in it. Oh, my gosh. They got Paul Servino. Yeah. They got uh, Anthony Anderson. Yeah, because it's like Like, um, David Arquette is a mailman, and he somehow gets, like, custody of this dog that he finds and doesn't realize it's, like, a drug-sniffing dog. So you've got, for the (laughs) FBI, like, Michael Clark Duncan's dog. So you've got, like, him trying to get his dog back. The dog's trying to take down, like, the mob people. It's just, like, silly hijinks. And, like, I don't know how I'd feel about it now, but family-friendly fun with dogs yeah um there's a movie uh, we didn't put on our list but uh uh canine with jim belushi uh like a poor man's turner and hooch yeah it's a poor (laughs) man's turner and hooch and his dog is more like a german shepherd it's a it's a it's a canine cop dog or whatever and uh it's funny because at some point he has to give him a bath and he can't get him to take a bath so he puts him in his you know, cherry red convertible top car puts the top down and sends him through the automatic car wash just to wash the dog. And that is like, horrible for the car. <laughs> yes. It's horrible for the car, but it's just like he's looking at him and the dog's like looking back at him and like barking at him and he's like, You're getting a you're getting a bath where you want it or not, buddy. <laughs> That's funny. I have not seen that one. And what else you um Oh, uh Homeward Bound is the last one on our list. Which I've never seen either because these movies that came I think Homeward Bound I was a was what year? Ninety two? Uh let me look here. Uh, I was probably off kids' movies by then. 
off kids movies. You're I'm, hilarious. I'm serious. My mom never liked Disney or kids movies. My mom was so grateful when we could start going to see like only adult movies because she didn't want to watch all these kid movies. So with Homeward Bound, you get Michael J. Fox, the voice of Chance. You get Sally Field, the voice of Sassy, the cat. And then you get Donna Menchi, who's the voice of Shadow. I love Donna Menchi. Yeah. I, uh, or Donna Mesh, I don't Mesh, understand. Sorry. The plot is the family goes on vacation and somehow leaves their three animals behind. Yes. Uh, in the Sierra uh, Nevada Mountains. How do you quest leave to reach three home. animals? I don't know. I don't know how that's possible to happen, but it happens. And he, and I said that to Stephen, and he said, well, how do you leave your kid home alone in, like, home alone? And I said, I literally don't know how you actually do that. I don't see me ever doing something like that. <laughs> and I see, a, you know, this is a little home alone thing, but people do the memes where they're like, nowadays, Kevin would just text, like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm home alone or whatever. And I was like, it wouldn't even get that far because nowadays everyone's alarms would be on their phones. So it wouldn't matter if the power went out. The alarms would still go off and they would have got to the airport just fine. Sorry, that was a sidebar. Stephen, please continue. <laughs> uh, sidebar to home alone that has nothing to do with dogs. Love it. No, I don't even think there's any animals in that movie. No. No, I don't believe there is. There's pigeons in the second movie. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. That's well, uh, so, tell that's us it. your Tell us any of your dog stories, your gotcha stories for your dogs. Yeah. Put pictures... Oh. Put pictures yeah. of your dogs on our post. Yes, post pictures of your dogs on our post or cats, animals, any pets. I'm obviously, you know, dog is my preference, but any anybody that you love, put your dogs in their names and tell us a little gotcha story or a little something. Which Jared and Catherine also have a dog. Luna. Yeah. She's which cute. She's very cute, very lovable. A lot calmer. I was like, man, your sofa was just a little bit more. <laughs> they could open their back door and she literally wouldn't come out until you put the, put the yeah. leash thing on which her. Which is great because they don't have like, fence. Yeah. I was like, seriously? Yep. Like she, like literally, she won't move until you put it on her. And I was like, man, I can't yep. even imagine what that's she's like. She's a sweetheart. Yeah, she's very cute, very lovable. But yeah, on that note, yes, please tell us about your dogs. Yes. Um, find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Oh, uh, if, if we can just say, and we had a little snafu with our email address. Um, because your email address for Google is connected to the YouTube page and all that kind of stuff. So we have a new email address that is, if we can just say, 918, which is, for those of you who might be wondering what that is, that's the date we got married. So, so. Ricky, you have to send us another email now. Yep. Our other one's gone. Yep. Just don't add us to your yes. crazy work Correct. newsletters, folks. We don't want crazy work newsletters. But, yeah. So give us uh, pictures of your, of your animals as well, cats, dogs, whatever you got put them on our posts it'd be great so i think that's all we can say this week yes bye y'all all right we'll see you